Our psalm this morning is Psalm 91 on page 454, and this morning we'll be doing the Venite. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. But worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 91, page 454. Whoso dwelleth under the defense of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, Thou art my hope and my stronghold, my God, and him will I trust. For he shall deliver thee from the snare of the hunter and from the noisome pestilence. He shall defend thee under his wings, and thou shalt be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for any terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. For the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the sickness that destroyeth in the noonday. A thousand shall fall beside thee, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Yea, with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the reward of the ungodly. For thou, Lord, art my hope, thou hast set thine house of defense very high. There shall no evil happen unto thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee in their hands, that thou hurt not thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt go upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou tread under thy feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him up, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. Yea, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him, and show him my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 22nd 
verse of the third chapter of the book of Lamentations. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that, thou, that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silent, because God has laid it on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. There, there may yet be hope. Let him give his cheek to the one who strikes him, and be full of reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. Though he causes grief, yet he will show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. For he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. Here ends the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 24th verse of the 10th chapter of St. Matthew. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher, and a servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more will they call those of his household? Therefore do not fear them, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, and hidden that will not be known. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak in the light, and what you hear in the ear, preach on the housetops. And do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin, and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him will I also confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring, bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. 
and he who, who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it, and he who loses his life for my sake will find it. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictus, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not the Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy. Increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou, being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose, lose not in the things eternal. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of, our, sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, 
Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. We have a um, couple themes in our Psalm and Lamentations, and then it uh, goes to a, a part in Matthew where we learn how to a, a little bit about how this, this theme is applied. So what we see in Psalm 91 is a description of God's ongoing sovereign protection of his people and they're from the ever-present, and the ever-present dangers mean they're always there, and terrors which surround humanity. I don't know if sometimes you pray and you see from the terrors of this night, and we're doing morning and evening prayer, and we're, I'm wondering what some of those things are. But um, if I start to contemplate it, it gets a little bit scary. I think I'd be remiss if I didn't mention verses 11 and 12 of the psalm. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And I think it's an important verse because it's misquoted and out of context. And it's misquoted by Satan to Jesus in the wilderness temptation. And it serves as a lesson that Bible verses out of context do not form good theology. It's a, there's an old example, and you've probably heard it before, but there was a story about a man who sought guidance from the Bible. He wasn't a scholar, and he flipped the Bible open and read, Judas went and hanged himself. And he said that wasn't helpful, so he flipped to another verse, and it said, Do thou likewise. And a little frustrated, he flipped it again and read, What you do, do quickly. So if you form your theology on contextual readings of the Bible, uh, you can end up in a bad place like this guy might end up. So I think that's just a, a, a warning that, you know, when we see that, that, that we have to know the context, what was being said, how. And uh, so I know a bishop's approach to the Bible is to get an idea of what's going on around there, what it means then, and what it means now. So we move on to Lamentations. And so this Psalm 91 first talks about how God's our protector. And Lamentations continues that. And some of you may be familiar with one of my favorite hymns, Great is Thy Faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. That's how it starts. Um, I know it's not in our hymnal, but it's in the um, Reformed Episcopal Church hymnal. And, of course, with my evangelical background, it was a, a one that just happened a lot. It's a, it's a wonderful hymn. But if you ever liked that song or were to carry the words or the tune in your head, you would have something in common with the Jewish people in expectation of the Messiah. Because this, this, song, this uh, song comes from the verses we're reading in Lamentations, um, it was really interesting for me, a kind of a uh, coincidence maybe, but um, Friday I was watching The Chosen and, and they quoted these verses. And I said, where'd that come from? And I looked it up and it was Lamentations. And I said, I'm going to memorize these verses. So I have that down in my appointment book now. Pops up every morning and I'm going to, by the end of uh, Trinity, I think I'll have these four verses memorized. Um, so that's that's my plan here. But then to find that it was our verses for Sunday morning, I thought, oh, that's pretty cool that that happened. So in a world that's trying to sell us protection and comfort that's temporal, um, worldly, uh, doesn't last, it, this, these verses remind us to hold on to the eternal. And so as we move from our Psalm and Old Testament lesson, reminding us that our hope is in God alone, we move to Matthew. And Jesus is reminding his disciples that faith in the eternal is also costly in the temporal or can be costly in the temporal version. So um, 
one of the mentions is made, there's a, the word Beelzebub in, in 25th verse of Matthew. And um, so right away when we hear Beelzebub, we think of Satan. But I wanted you to know that it comes from a Philistine deity and it was associated with sta satanic idolatry. And the name kind of came into use to be used uh, for Satan, the prince of demons. So just a just, uh, um, thought on that, where that came from. And in verse 32, he says, whoever confesses me, then him I will confess. And the person who acknowledges Christ as Lord in his life or in his death, if necessary, is the one whom the Lord will acknowledge before God at his own. So for us to do that, we have to have a change of heart because our natural tendency is for survival. And um, so we have to, we have to be based in the spiritual and that takes time and we, and we do that through our uh, formation as we, in our prayer. And I'm reminded of um, our, in our epistle today, in, in our church service in communion day, in the epistle Paul wrote, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. So part of the, the answer, the solution is to keep in mind and, and, and our consciences is, is that um, what, we're, what we're looking for is not what's happening right now, but will happen in the fulfillment of the kingdom. Today, our colic reminds us to increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal that we finally lose not the things eternal. So our call is to hold on to the eternal things. And so we do that by, by hanging on to our, our prayer, our faith in God. And as we draw nearer to our goal, our telos, we kneel before Jesus and remember, it is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Let's continue with a prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, 
but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. It's a pleasure to be with you this morning. Thank you to my co-leader, Jack. Thank you for all for being with us and sharing in the faith. Thank you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Sunday. Have a wonderful day, everybody. I'm going to go out and do likewise. <laughs> yeah, you better do the right likewise. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I love that story. That's very good. All Bless right. You. See you, my friend. Bye.